TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Girl, let's go. Told y'all last night I'm right back at it at 7 p.m. Let's get it. It's a five-hour KM to AM on the fan. Bless it. Got the club going up on a Tuesday. 877-337-6666. Get you on the show. Up, up, and away we go. Turn up the radio. What are we going to talk about tonight? Well, if you heard me last night, sorry. It's going to sound very similar to what I did from 12 o'clock to 2 a.m. Not too much more has happened. Not much more has changed. We're still reacting to the two Monday night games. We're still reacting to Super Wild Card Weekend. That just was. And I know there's some thirsty fans out there that think they're going to come drink my Dallas Cowboys tears. There's no tears to drink. There's no tears to drink. But I'll lean into it. I'll tell you how I feel about it. There won't be any more how about them Cowboys for a while. (laughs) Not until like August, September. Very on brand for the Dallas Cowboys. That game was over so fast. I was ordering Mexican. I was out at half picking up the Mexican. My son was just crying and super aggy, agitated, irritated during the game. And I had my mom over. My mom's yelling, thinking that the Cowboys are going to come back. Come on, come on. I just watched too much football in my life. Once they went down 27-0, I'm like, this is over. And then you hear Kyle Shanahan today talking about how they started preparing for the Packers in the second quarter. I've just watched too many... Cowboys collapses in my life, but that's an all-time trash performance. That's an all-time no-show. So all the jokes, all of the shows, Stephen A. Smith gets his content, FS1, ESPN, even our hosts here get to laugh and joke, and rightfully so. You should enjoy that. Like As an eliminated team, you root for the teams in your division to lose. You root for your rivals to lose. I, I likened it to... Me as a Yankee fan watching the whole AL East go to October, go to the postseason. The Orioles, who just made a documentary about their 2023 season. (laughs) 101 wins, not one postseason win. Good for them in Baltimore. Can't wait to see them this season. But 
the Orioles, the Blue Jays, the Rays all got swept in the first round. Didn't win one game. So I took a lot of satisfaction in that. I delighted in that as an eliminated Yankee fan. And that's what you're supposed to do as a Giant fan that's been eliminated for over a month. Like, you're supposed to laugh and enjoy the demise of your rivals, the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. But pump your brakes, please. Pump your brakes on the gap being closed. Pump your brakes on saying, oh, they're in disarray. They're going to fire their coaches. The gap is closing. All they need is a good offseason for the Giants to catch them. No, you got to actually worry more about the commanders who are drafting right in front of you because you both are probably looking at quarterbacks. You got to worry about the news coming out about your head coach and who's putting that news out there. I honestly, I'll say this about the whole Brian Dable thing. I talked about it last night. It's nonsense. I played football for 12 years of my life. There wasn't one year that I didn't have multiple coaches wear me out on the field for any reason. Off the field, in the film room, coaches yell. Like, I, I don't understand how at the highest level of football where guys are getting paid millions to coach and play, there are stories about the head coach being mean, being a bully. <laughs> like, we're so soft now. I can't believe that we actually have been going on for days about headsets and in-game stuff. And I guess there's a mole in the building. None of that matters. What matters is... The Giants have to have an incredible offseason to actually close the gap on the Cowboys and the Eagles. 877-337-6666. I mean, they got to hire a bunch of people. And I know they're starting to hire people. And that makes you feel like, okay, well, if they're able to hire guys in just this, you know, two weeks after the season is over, can't be that bad of a spot to land. It's not. It's New York. And the Giants have a lot of class and prestige and history and they're just one of those like marquee franchises in the NFL, even though they've been trash over the last like decade or so. They're going to be able to hire coaches. They got to figure out the quarterback position, though. Right? You have to be able to go into this draft and line up the guy that Dable wants with Shane. That's number one priority. I don't see them drafting an O line with that pick. They've missed so much doing that. You got to get the quarterback of the future. Like the Cowboys have their quarterback. Even though he's a fraud, even though he fails when the lights are brightest, you know, my hope for Dak Prescott is that the birth of his daughter, his first child coming, will change his life, his perspective. And, you know, maybe football won't be so big of a deal. He'll go out there and play with the talent that he has, and he won't try and force the ball to CeeDee Lamb. He won't throw the ball into coverage, throw interceptions, literally fold under pressure. Maybe next year is the year. I do also believe that they run it back with Mike McCarthy because this was his first year calling the offense. The other years, it was Kellen Moore who he inherited. And you get an MVP-type season out of Dak. Imagine they gave Dak the MVP and then he went out and did that. <laughs> That's why Lamar's going to get in. Lamar better show up. But, yeah, C.D. Lamb also looked like arguably the best wide receiver in the league. So I, I really think Mike McCarthy's safe. I know it's cute for ESPN and FS1 and everybody to say, Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick's interviewing with Arthur Blank on his yacht to be the next Falcons coach, and he should take that gig. 877-337-6666. But, yeah, back to the whole Giants thing, right? So, you know, even though they're being blocked, I saw a few teams block them as they're trying to pursue a special teams coach, and they've hired um, a, a handful of guys will go over – Tonight, And I think it's just sour grapes when you see this Pat Leonard article and they're they're giving you this information about the season and he said, she said, and what was going on. It is Shane and Dable's 
team. It is their era. They have survived year two. They're going to get year three, unlike some other head coaches, and you got to trust it. And I think you got to see who they draft, and that also gives them some runway to develop this next quarterback. But pump your brakes on the whole, oh, now that the Eagles lost, they're going to fire Nick Sirianni. I don't think that that's the case there either. They were banged up. Their coordinators were terrible. They need to hire coordinators. And, you know, talking about sour grapes, Wink Martindale might decide he wants to pop up in Philadelphia and help them out just to get back at you. So pump the brakes on the whole, oh, yeah, these teams lost in the first round. Oh, we're going to close the gap. The Cowboys put up 90 points on the Giants this past season. That's that's a huge gap. (laughs) That's a huge gap. And uh, the playoffs is a different beast, as you saw, right? Daniel Jones was able to go on the road last year and win a playoff game. What happened the year after? Anything can happen the year after. The playoffs, everybody's 0-0. What people say means nothing. What Vegas thinks means nothing. You know, perception means absolutely nothing. Because a lot of these players and coaches... They ride on the perception of, oh, Dallas is going to smoke these guys. These guys are the youngest team in the NFL. First start in the playoffs for this young quarterback? No way. I mean, I was so impressed by the Packers. They won the coin toss, elected to receive. They took the ball in Jerry World. First drive went all the way down. Granted, of course, on brand, the Dallas Cowboys have a penalty that extends the drive. But they punched the Cowboys in the mouth. They scored. And I'm like, okay, these guys are ready to play. It means something. To them, these guys don't care about your perception. It's the playoffs. Same thing with the Texans, and we'll talk through all the games. You know, Joe Flacco folded. You're not going to win in the playoffs turning the ball over. Two interceptions for him, two interceptions for Dak. You're going home. It's do or die. It's win or lose. And the coaches and players that play like that go on. I'm looking at Josh Allen and the Bills, and I'm looking at how they've been playing like that for over a month. If you've heard me the last two, three weeks, On the fan, I'm like, that's the scariest team in the playoffs. The Buffalo Bills. McDermott is playing potentially for his job. Josh Allen is tired of coming in second or third or all the hype. And Joe Brady deserves a ton of credit for what he's done. The Bills are scary. They'll meet Patrick Mahomes. We'll we'll get all into the divisional round, and we'll take your calls on Super Wild Card Weekend as well. Um, The Eagles are trash, and I, I loved it, right? That's something that Dallas fans and... Giants fans have in common. We hate Philadelphia. We hate the Eagles. And I know I saw some Dallas fans saying, oh, I can't even take any delight, any joy in this after. No, get over it. The Cowboys are eliminated again. It's not your first time seeing them be one and done. You do have to enjoy Jalen Hurts and uh, (laughs) Jason Kelsey and Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham and these guys going to Tampa and getting beat by the Tampa Baker Buccaneers, Todd Bowles, a bunch of random receivers, not even Mike Evans. Like, how many drops were in that game? How many missed tackles were in that game? The Eagles are a mess, but they still have talent. They didn't have A.J. Brown. Their quarterback dislocated his finger. They're a couple picks, and they they draft well. As I'm talking about the Giants needing to draft well, you know they draft well. They're a couple picks away from reloading that defense, that secondary. The James Bradbury's trash. I've been... I've been saying he's the new Ben Simmons in Philadelphia. He can't go anywhere. They're going to have him on a wanted poster. They're going to have shirts like they have for Ben Simmons for James Bradbury. But, yeah, I mean, call me up if you disagree. If, if Giants fans think the gap is closed between the Eagles and the Cowboys because they lost in the first round in the playoffs, playoffs, which you didn't sniff, 
I I have a bunch of different things to tell you. Mm, not so fast. Who's the running back for the Giants next year? Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley put out a tweet saying, oh, playoff football, I got to get back. You think he plans on getting back next year with Tommy DeVito as a starting quarterback or Jaden Daniels? or No, I think he's talking about signing with the best team that gives him the best chance to go to the playoffs. 877-337-6666. So, all in all, the Cowboys are frauds. You've heard me say it on the fan for three years. And in the three years I've been on the fan, they went 12-5, and 12-5, 12-5, 1-3 in the playoffs. The only game they won was against old man Tom Brady and a team in Tampa that didn't deserve to be there anyway. That was an all-time disaster. And what do I always say? The big D, big disaster waiting to happen. The big D stands for big disappointment. I got Cowboys fans that say, you're a Cowboys fan on the fan, Keith. Come on, you got to represent us better. better." I'm like, "I, I can't. I can only be me. I can only be truthful. I can only be honest. And honestly, I thought they would beat the Packers. If you listen to my show last week, 90% of people, Vegas cleaned up on that game. I don't think anybody had the Packers putting up 48 points in Jerry World where they were 16-0. and But that's what happens when you believe the hype. That's what happens when you show up with a here-we-go hat before the game, and Dak's got to get that hat edited to say, here we go again. He, he folded. The defense was trash. For some reason, they thought to switch the game plan. Dan Quinn, who now is being interviewed by everyone, Dan Quinn's like, yeah, we're going to run zone. And I said this last night, if you're going to run zone, two things need to happen, and neither of them happen. If you're going to run zone, you need to have coverage sacks in the secondary or actually sack the quarterback. They did none of that. They didn't have one sack on Jordan Love, and there were receivers running free the entire game. That game was over so fast I couldn't even get mad about it. I'm I'm in the in the room putting my son to bed in the second half reading Goodnight Moon with the Corona, like, whatever, this game's done. I'm waiting for the, the Rams-Lions to start. I can't be bothered. Like, the game was done in the first half. So I'll, I'll take your your calls if you want to, you know, rain on the Cowboys parade. Well, there's no parade. There hasn't been a parade in 28 years, something like that. Um, but if you want to try and drink my tears as a Cowboys fan, there's none to drink. It was so on brand. I've seen it so many times. I've lived this. And that was an all-time bad one where – if they did want to move on from Dak or McCarthy, they could, but they won't. Jerry Jones is paralyzed in it. He's 81 years old. He actually traded for Trey Lance. That's the only trade the Dallas Cowboys made to improve their team this year. A fourth-round pick for Trey Lance. That tells you all you need to know. 877-337-6666. America's team to laugh at. And America enjoyed all of those games. Everybody downloaded Peacock or paid for Peacock to watch Taylor Swift Swag surf. Oh, my. I I can't. <laughs> we all watched that Frozen game where the Dolphins, the other fraudulent team, they didn't show up. I already mentioned C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryans. Those young guys came to play on their home field. I mean, I love to see the Lions fans, grown men crying. Right? There was a viral video of them showing Eminem and the whole stadium singing Lose Yourself. If you had one shot. One opportunity, Jared Goff, to play against your former team and show them that you're the man and you still are. Like The storylines write themselves. The NFL is undefeated. The NFL is king because you can't script this stuff. It just naturally is a movie every week, and we, we've got some good movies coming up. But 
Um, other than that, we're obviously going to talk all through the Day Bowl story and the playoffs that was and what's coming up this week. But I got to get the conversation going about the Yankees and Marcus Stroman. And, you know, Marcus Stroman just put out an Instagram story. I know everybody talks about I'm blocked, I'm blocked, I'm blocked too. So what? Like, everybody's blocked on Twitter. Yeah, because, like, this is, I don't know, this is how this guy went about being um on Twitter and maybe literally blocking stuff out. But he did put this on his Instagram not too long ago tonight. He said, New York, exclamation point, I'm ready. Can't wait to put on the pinstripes and feel the energy in Yankee Stadium. Honored to put on the uniform. Very, very honored. We'll compete to the highest degree for you all. The authentic confidence and swagger I play with is a direct result of growing up in New York culture. Truly can't wait to feel the buzz and vibe of the crowd on start day. That's the we dream about as kids. I get chills thinking of these dreams turned to reality at Yankees. So early on, I think he's trying to just make right with the fans that he might have offended or he might have rubbed the wrong way to say, no, I I know what time it is. And last night I got a call about Marcus Stroman's do-rag, his, uh, you know, his wrap that he wears, his silky, his... uh, Underneath his Yankee fitted, what he wears to cover his hair so the hat doesn't mess up his hair. I don't think we've ever had a player with the Yankees attempt to wear a do-rag under their fitted, but I'm all for it. I think it's going to be a wave. I know we've seen like uh, Luke Voigt or maybe even Clint Frazier guys wear the headband under the hat, and that's fine. But it's going to be interesting to see if he still has his locks. He, he has long locks. Well, not long, but he's got a little hang time on him. It's going to be interesting to see if he cuts his hair and just avoids that or if he keeps the same look that we've seen him with the Chicago Cubs and also with the New York Mets. And I think even with the Blue Jays for a little bit, it'd be interesting to see if he keeps that little bit of that wave cap tucked in the back sticking out of his Yankee hat. It's, it's going to be a wave. Yankee fans are already on it. You know, it's not just a black thing. It's a cultural thing. It's a New York thing. You know, I've I seen a, a bunch of people on Twitter talking about, like, showing up to the stadium on Stroman Bump Day, which he literally said, you know, he can't wait to feel the crowd on start day. And I, I can't wait to see that. The games are played in the Bronx. Like, I'll be in there with a with a, a do-rag under my fitted for Stroman Bump Day, too. 877-337-6666. We'll have all the baseball conversations. I'm sure at some point we'll mention the Knicks and the Nets. I talked about them last night. Uh <laughs> There's not much to say about the Nets and, you know, rough game for for the Knicks. But all in all, the Knicks will be fine. Uh, Maybe we'll talk a little puck at some time, but I have no guests tonight. I just want to talk to you. I want to connect with you guys, the fans that call the fan. And maybe you didn't get on Evan and Tiki. Maybe you didn't get on BT and Sal or the morning show, but I've got you till midnight. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Play fake. Jones rolls left. Rolls left. Wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. One moment. Did you capture Eight Mile. Classic. Happy for the Detroit Lions. You know, stay down until you come up. If you're a fan of your team, you're a fan of your team. Through the good, bad, ugly, good time, bad time, like up and down, you're supposed to, like, that's what you're supposed to do, right? You pick a team. You stay loyal to the team, you root for the team, and you root for the day that it pays off. 877-337-6666. You know, I I picked the Dallas Cowboys when they were winning Super Bowls. I picked the Dallas Cowboys before I physically knew where Dallas was. Maybe if they were the Texas Cowboys, I might not have rocked with them. But, I mean, I was so easily influenced by pop culture, Americana, television, right? We didn't have apps. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have... Uh, computers when I was choosing my team. You know, now these kids can pick a team anywhere in the country and follow every single thing about them, and it's awesome, right? You can get NFL Plus, not miss a game. You can follow the team's social media accounts on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow the reporters, beat writers. You can follow the players. You can know every single thing going on about every team anywhere in this country, and and I think that's great. I think that, you know, the younger generation latches on to players or latches on to championships. And, you know, there's a, there's a ton of Chiefs fans that don't live anywhere near Missouri. There's a ton of Bills fans because of Josh Allen. and They don't live in western New York, and that's okay. That's perfectly fine. Stay down till you come up. Jets fans, I know it's been a long time. I know it's been rough. But, like, think about how glorious it's going to be when it comes back around. That's got to be the thought. That's got to be the thought, that we're not going through all this for nothing. That we're we're not just feeling down in the dumps, miserable, can't get out of our own way forever. It can't be forever. I mean, something's got to give, something's got to change, and it will. But, you know, a loss like that for the Dallas Cowboys, I saw people jumping ship. There was a whole letter some guy wrote to say that he was actually switching to be a Los Angeles Chargers fan. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, bro. Why would you pick a team that's eliminated? Pick one of these teams that could potentially win the Super Bowl this year, right? If you're going to jump ship, then pick up a Lions hat. Pick up a Ravens hat. Pick up a Bills hat. I agree with what you're saying. It's when we were, a few of my friends, when we were maybe like 12 or 13, wanted to become Royals fans. Because we Royals? Knew, Royals. Because they Kansas sucked, City Royals? Because yeah, they sucked back then, but they had a, a bunch of good young players. 
And we thought at one point they were the on young the cover players of Sports Illustrated. There was a there was a Sports Illustrated cover proclaiming that they would be World Series champions, and they actually did that at the hands of your Mets. Right. I would think. But you're right. Uh, even though I don't believe it, and I won't believe it until that actually happens specifically with the Mets, the fact that we have to deal with the losing and the emotional distress, distress and the highs and lows of losing, it's going to make it that much sweeter Yeah. when the team that we root for actually succeeds. And when they haven't succeeded in such a long time, like the Mets, like the Jets, like the Rangers, frankly, like every single major New York sports team that we have right now, none of them have won anything recently. Mm-hmm. It's going to make that much sweeter. It, it, it's, it, it really will. It's a story arc. It's also character building. Uh, I think about now at the age that I am, I've been rooting for the Cowboys for 30 years and haven't seen anything, but I'm loyal. Like, I'm not going to change. There's people blowing up my phone. My mom's like, what are you doing on your phone? Checking your beds? Checking the, the I'm like, I'm looking at all the attention that I'm getting as the Cowboys are collapsing. You would think I was... Dak Prescott, you would think I was taking snaps or playing. I'm sitting in the house, and I'm as a football guy, right? I love football not because of the Dallas Cowboys. I love football because of what the game taught me, what the game did for my life. I wouldn't have graduated. I wouldn't even have gone to college. Uh, there was no way for me to go to college if I wasn't a good football player. So I love the sport. But I'm seeing all of the people that had venom for me that, like, I was living rent-free. Oh, here you go, Paulie. We're watching the Rangers game in here. Immediate answer. 2-1 Rangers. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, it's character building. It's funny, right? Because when I was younger, man, the Cowboys losses, the Romo era, I mean, that Seahawks loss with the snap, and um, Giants fans obviously re- remember on the road to your Super Bowls going through the Dallas Cowboys, the Cowboys having 13-win teams, and then boom, one and done. And I mean, look at the Packers. They own Dallas. 2014, Dez caught it, but he didn't. 2016, Rodgers finds Jared Cook down the sidelines, one of the most clutch plays in the history of the playoffs to go win a game off a field goal. And then Jordan Love, out of nowhere, comes out balling, right? 25-year-old average age of the Packers team. The stage wasn't too big for them. Sometimes you can just be young and naive and just go out there and play. It's a young man's sport. It's a young man's game. And, uh, man, they got gotten. I found myself just not caring as much. I found myself now this year as a father, right? And I put out a picture of myself online as I'm seeing all these people like, yeah, what now? Well, yeah, what do you, how about, or, or checking in to see if we're still them boys or if you're still them boys, how about them cows? I'm like, listen, man, uh, we them boys, me and my son, I'm kicking it with my son. I'm a grown man now. I'm not, I'm not affected by the Dallas Cowboys failure if anybody told you they're frauds, it's me. If anybody told you they're pretenders, it's me. Of course I thought they were going to beat the Packers. But I wasn't telling you Super Bowl. I wasn't telling you NFC Championship. They honestly didn't even deserve the number two seed. If you remember how the Lions game played out, and I mean the Eagles collapsed and helped them, I didn't think that that was possible. I, I was telling you the Lions were going to beat them. I thought they were a wild card team. And that's another thing I want to say about the playoffs. There are no soft landing spots. It's the playoffs. These teams make the playoffs. They are Oh, and oh, it's a new season. And I know in Dallas Cowboys fan circles, they're like, oh, well, we don't want to face the Rams. We want to be the wild card team like the Eagles and go face the Buccaneers. You could have got beat by them, too. And then when the Cowboys got the Packers, they thought that was a soft landing spot by Duck in Los Angeles with a young team, a, a quarterback playing his first game. Nope, those guys were prepared. They were well coached. Um, they came and punched them in the mouth. And, 
You know, my mom is a Dallas fan because of me. I have uh, my two cousins, Malik and Miles, that are Dallas fans because of me. And I'm like, I didn't tell y'all to be Dallas fans. Do, do they think that this is more like culture? Is it more Dak? Like, well, what are more what what are Cowboys fans saying? Because I think it's way more like you're never going to win a big game with Dak than Mike McCarthy or whatever. It's the curse of Jerry Jones. Okay, so you think it's more. You know, Jerry Jones ain't universe anything. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He made some kind of deal with the devil, and we know he ain't right. There's been some sketchy stories over the years that have come out of Dallas with Jerry Jones and his billions, and I don't think he's ever going to win anything. And what I always say, he thinks he's the star on that helmet. Jerry Jones thinks that he is the star in Dallas. Like, imagine if John Mara or Woody Johnson called into the fan for a weekly spot yeah. with, with Evan and Tiki. Yeah. That's what Jerry Jones does on 103.5, the fan in Dallas. Right. It's weird because I feel like I would love to have Jerry Jones as an owner because that's a guy who would legit maybe even give his life for the Cowboys to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, but it's different, right? No, it is because how much money has he poured in to that franchise? It's not just about the money. The Cowboys draft well. They get lucky. They stumbled into Micah Parsons when they were looking for corners. CeeDee Lamb fell to them. Trayvon Diggs fell to them. Dak Prescott was a fourth-round pick, but Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones being the president, GM, um, running the show, they could have signed Dak Prescott for the low. Now he's about to be a $60 million cap hit, and they have to extend him and pay him like the upper echelon quarterbacks, like Jalen Hurts got paid, like Lamar Jackson got paid. You could have. This is a fourth-round pick. You could have paid him nothing. You could have locked him up for 10 years for nothing. Right, and say so they get credit. But you never for fi- believed in the guy, so you you dra- you drag your feet on that. You franchise tag him twice. Yep, and now he has all the leverage. Right, and it's weird because they should get credit for finding him in the fourth round because that means a whole bunch of other teams missed on Dak, yeah. who's clearly a starting caliber quarterback. I think the injury to Dak, the leg injury, I think that actually helped him get paid because I actually think Jerry Jones probably felt bad for him a little bit and like you know yeah, what? What are you going to do? Right, right. So I actually think that. Obviously, it hurt his career, but I think it helped him long-term maybe because I think that really helped him get the They wanted to draft Johnny Manziel. Like I just said, they traded for Trey Lance. Like, why do you – out of all the moves, they, they needed another corner, they needed a linebacker, they needed another running back. Out of all the moves you could have made this year, the one trade you made was to give the Niners an extra pick for Trey Lance, who can't play, because that just shows you have no faith in Dak Prescott and look what Dak Prescott – did in the end, you know, I, I said, my, my my son's not a Cowboys fan. That'll tell you everything about my Cowboys fandom. Yankees, that's like a birthright. He's locked in. He's already got, like, his favorite thing is this little, um, what's called a wubba nub. He can't go to sleep without it. I was just looking at him. He just, he goes to bed around 7, 730. He can't sleep without this Yankees dog with a pacifier attached to it. So that's already planted on him. But my mom, my family, how come, how come you're not putting him in a, Cowboys jersey. How come you didn't get Jack man any Dallas gear? I'm like, I'm not putting that evil on him. I chose that plight. I chose that pain and misery. I'm not passing that down to my son. And in five years, we'll have like a YouTube series. Jackson picks his NFL team. And I'll take him to different stadiums. And we'll have him try on different jerseys and learn about the culture and learn, learn about the owners and the history. And then he'll pick his team. But if he wants to be a Cowboys fan like his dad, I'm going to warn him. Hey, bruh. We're not winning anything under Jerry Jones until Jerry Jones decides, all right, I'm going to fall back and not be so present and let somebody else come in here, hire someone else to come in here and make the decision. I just, I think it's really the curse of Jerry Jones. 877-337-6666. Josh is in the Bronx. You know that. What's up, Josh? I'm telling you, Keith, man. Oh, like, you know, 
the list keeps growing on and on. The price is going up, bro. You can pick column A and column B. Any sport, man, it's the most wonderful time of the year when these NFL playoffs conclude and everything and you went into the free agency. The talk is going to begin and everything, but for now, enjoy the playoffs and everything. Thank you for taking my call. I just want to listen to your show, sir. Thanks for the call, Josh. Josh, you know, he's first in line. I got to go to him. He's waiting. He's in the queue. Salt of the earth. <laughs> so Josh is salt WFAN of the earth, man. guy. Online and on air. Roots for all of us. Just just wants to get his word in and then listen to the show. Richie's in Queens next up on the fan. What's up, Rich? Hey, Keith. How are you? I'm good. In here watching the Rangers game yep. and, you know, reflecting on the playoffs and letting people know uh, how I feel about the uh, miserable Dallas Cowboys. How about them? Well, you know what? You know, you cover everything, and, and I, I want to be a little concise because I can speak to you forever. Um, real quick with the Strowman deal, I like it. Um, you know, I don't care his background. Uh, I wanted to get him from my San Francisco Giants. He, he could be a little arrogant. He could be a little tough. But you know what? You need to be that. He always wanted to be a Yankee. He's a ground ball pitcher. He's going to help you. Yep. Because he might need one more pitcher, but definitely if he stays healthy, he had an incredible two months. Good move. I like the you know, you know, I'm Eight, a 65-year-old fan for the Giants and San Francisco. They left, they left New York. I stayed with them. You know, back then, it's a different world because back then you didn't have the Internet. You couldn't see other teams except when they came in to see your team. So you were, you know, dad was a, a Giant fan. Your dad was a Dodger fan. You stuck with them. And it's funny, Keith, when they left New York, I stayed with them in mm-hmm. San Francisco. And I stayed up nights, and I never thought I'd win a championship. And when I used to take all my clients out, they were all Yankee fans, and we went to the parade on Broadway, and they would say, why don't you just become a Yankee fan? I said, can't do that. So I find it offensive when people say, ah, my team's losing, so I'm going to switch. No, it's either yeah. you're a fan, you're a fanatic. That's what it stands for, a fanatic. You stick with your team no matter what. Now, getting to your Dallas Cowboys, I'm a 60, I go Giants way back. Do I think they're going to make up ground? No, I'm not a big Dable guy. I think what happened, and tell me if you agree, two years ago, Showalter, Epler, we got stability, 101 games, horrible last year. Last year, the Giants. Martindale, good staff, stable, got into the playoffs, won a game. What that, what they did this year, I don't know where they're going next year. You touched, you touched, you touched on it. Yeah. I don't know who my running back is. I don't know who my quarterback is. So I don't know what Dable is. Offensive so line needs guys, work. Uh, well, now you've you got to start over on the defensive side of the ball. Different philosophy. There's a bunch of different yeah. voices coming in. Uh, you, you were ahead of schedule you know, winning nine games, going on the road and beating the Vikings with Daniel Jones. Now that seems like a distant memory. Absolutely. So I don't know what I don't know what they're going to be next year. And as far as the Cowboys, my whole family's Cowboy fans. I don't have the hatred being a Giant fan for Dallas. And being my mom was ninety eight, was rooting for them, and my cousins and nieces and nephews. But when you when you talk about his record at two and five, we're a guy that should be going deep into the playoffs and maybe have seventeen games under his belt at this time, and he always comes up short. And I, I don't agree with you when you say he's a fraud. I don't know. You know. In other words, you're saying basically, I say I can't win with Jones. Are you saying you can't win the Super Bowl with uh, with Dak? Um, and if that's the case, why not move I, on? When I, when I say they're frauds, I, I say the whole organization. This was a, a organizational franchise failure starts at the top. Why were they so unprepared? Now, Dak... I've seen Dak play excellent. Uh, I used to play quarterback. I've seen the guy play and be on point precise. 
But man, when I saw him in this game, I'm like, oh, he's reverting he came back. Out he's he came reverting out back. And, yeah. And yeah. so did T.D. Lamb. I, I, I felt, you know, Lamb, you know, I don't know how tough it is. I love They him. weren't on the same page. C.D. Lamb's body language reminded me of a couple years ago when they decided he would be the number one wide receiver. And I said, he's not ready to be the number one wide receiver. His body language shows that he's not ready to be the guy. They moved on from Amari Cooper. But I'll say this about Dak, and I said it in my open. His life is going to change. He's going to have his first child. He's going to have a little girl looking at him next season. He's going to go home to, uh, she's not his wife, but, you know, his, his girl is... Um, his daughter, yep. and life is going to change where, like, football might not be as heavy on him. He's been doing it for years. He's the longest tenure quarterback in the NFL. And you NFL. know what? To, ju to jump in that, you proved that because I heard you the other day say that you were actually watching something on Netflix. Yeah. And we've had this conversation for two years, and you kept <laughs> saying to me, Rich, I can't stay up and watch During the, the holiday break, I watched uh, Leave the World Behind. Uh, I think that's what it was. Well, I had time. You got to watch Billions. You got to watch these shows. You're, and my, and my wife, my, my wife always, I'll turn on the TV to turn on SportsCenter, and it'll be on Netflix, something that she was watching. And I think the trailer was up, and I'm like, you watch this? And so I end up See? watching it with her. Yeah. Wow, that's, a, that's something you thought you'd never say. But well, hey, but when the baby is asleep, it's quiet on the home front. Everybody tries to get quiet, get in bed, and I'm not going to blast a hockey game or an NBA game. So there were there were some nights where I did watch some stuff on Netflix. I think on Netflix. that's awesome. And real quick, just with the with the playoffs, obviously a disaster with Philly last night. Just team that quit. The worst tackling I think I've seen in I don't know how many years. Um, going forward, you got to think that you know I don't know what Green Bay is. I don't know if Green Bay can go in and continue that level against the Niners. You know the Niners and Ravens. I picked them initially. It was easy to do, I guess. Maybe they would chalk, but there's so many surprises. Keeping sports, you know Texas. Philadelphia, Texas, Arizona in the, in the World Series, mm -hmm. you know, and the Florida beating, you know, beating Boston last year. That's why we watch. So who knows? That's why we bet Maybe on it. something happens. Always a pleasure talking to you, Keith. Thanks for the call, Richie. That's what I was saying. Like all bets are off. This is the playoffs. It's a new season. It's about who wants it more, who's more prepared, who can play when the lights are brightest. It's do or die. And in football specifically, it's not a series. It isn't a best of five. It isn't a best of seven. It's one and you are done. And in the case of the Dallas Cowboys and even the Cleveland Browns, the game can get away from you fast. And, and then that's it. Then that's your, that's your literal season done, over. Some guys' careers, literally careers on the line. Coaches get fired. Guys retire. Like Joe, Joe Flacco might not ever play another NFL game. Jason Kelsey retired. That's it. That's done. So it's a different beast. And I think as we go into playoffs every year, we talk about locks and, oh, there's no way that this happens. And then when it happens, it's like, that is sports, right? And, and football specifically I'm talking about, I love because it's mano y mano. It's man versus man. It takes a lot of toughness, grit, heart, tenacity. And if you're weak in the mind, body, or spirit, you get exposed. Simple as that. It's <laughs> simple as that. Frank and Syosset on the fan. Go, Frank, go. Yeah, you're so on the mark, uh, Keith. You can't predict. You can't go by what Vegas says. Any Anybody can lose or win on any, any given uh, day in, in football. They're all pros. They're all pros. They all are exactly. millionaire football players or whatever sport it is. Exactly. Yeah, Dak didn't look sharp. And, uh, you know, they seem to have CeeDee Lamb and Michael Parsons' number. They just had a sense of urgency uh, more than the – more than uh, Dallas did.
And I go back, like uh, Richie was just saying, I go back to, I'm 65 years old, as I've told you before. Keith, I go back to Tom Landry and uh, seen Emmett Smith play. I've seen Freddie Bolitnikoff, Roger Starbuck. I, I, I have nothing against Dallas. They're a good team. And you, have none, you, you just said they were 12-5 and five in the last three seasons. Nothing to be ashamed of, my friend. No, not the at guy, all. It's fun. Team, <laughs> it's yeah, fun. My, it's fun on Sundays. You you lose once a month through the season, and then you know most likely you're going to lose in the playoffs. It's it's fun. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I enjoy Sunday football. It's the, the best day of the week, and most of the time the Cowboys win. I go to MetLife Stadium and see the Cowboys when they come here. Most of the time they win that game. Yeah, just like, you know, you talk about, you know, fraudulent fans. Uh, I was a fan of the Giants when they were winning Super Bowls, and I'm a Giants fan now when I, while they're struggling. All I know is uh, that, that offensive line in the Giants, Keith, hurt three quarterbacks. They were starting to hurt Tommy DeVito. He was starting to get sacked and get getting hurt, and uh, they hurt Tyrod. You know, definitely hurt Daniel Jones. All I know is the three games they won with Tommy DeVito, Trey Hawkins did not play. Mm-hmm. And Bobby O'Karake needs help back there, Keith. And uh, they need an offensive line, man. You know, it, you know, you just can't you can't count on just Dexter Lawrence on the defensive line and Andrew Thomas on the offensive line. They need a lot of they need well, a lot of help. Frank, this is uh, the or, year. This is the offseason. They they're gonna have some cap space. They're gonna move on from some guys that are in there last year. They have the draft picks. Now Dable and Shane have the like, you know, not freedom, but like I guess like the they they've survived year two, even though it was a down year, because the way they ended the year, right? We're talking about the Packers. They beat the Packers. They should have beat the Rams. They should have beat, or they did beat Philadelphia. There was another team that they should have beat. They should have beat the Bills. Like those little things make you feel yeah. like okay, they're not that far away. And having some flexibility with the cap, having draft picks, and having your own team, those two are in lockstep. They're attached at the hip. Shane and Dable. Now they're actually starting to put together the coaching staff that they want. If they can add the players, if they can hit in the draft, then then they could, you know, raise their compete level. But I mean, I just think it all revolves around the quarterback. Look at the look at the teams left. Daniel Jones, in my opinion, is not going to be ready to go until September. So if he can't go through training camp, you're going to need Tommy DeVito to be ready for OTAs and be another camp arm. You're going to need to bring a young quarterback in here that's a stud and maybe even sign another veteran to come in because I just you can't bank on Daniel Jones being healthy. Well, Keith, you know you know as well as anybody. Uh, you played twelve years. You said before uh, you need an offensive line. I don't care if you put Roger Staubach back there. He's going to get hurt if you don't have any. Uh, you don't have an O line. I, I think you you obviously have Andrew Thomas. You have uh, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. I think you're you're not that far away. Um, right, right. You figure it out with Evan team. Neal. Evan Neal, like Evan Neal. Evan Neal's got to have a bounce back performance. Like Carlos Rodon has to have a bounce back performance. Like if those guys can actually carry their weight, it changes a lot. Yeah, you know, I talk to Zoo sometimes. I told him I talk to you. you. You know, Zoo, right? Of course. Yeah, he, you know, he's he 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 uh, was a nose tackle, mm-hmm. and uh, I've talked to him a lot about the offensive and defensive lines on the Giants and. He said, um, you know, one of the problems with the O-line and the Giants, they didn't even, some of those guys didn't even know the, the playbook. They'd be blocking downfield on, on passing. Yeah, because some of the backups came in. They weren't as sharp. Even Evan Neal sometimes, he just looked confused. Frank, you th- right. Frank thank, thank, thank you, Frank, for the call. Paul, he's giving me the tea timeout. We got a break. 877-337-6666. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. 
When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, yeah. So what sports are on tonight? What are you guys watching? I'm watching the Rangers, obviously, right now. We were talking about that before. I think it's still 2-1. The Devils lost to the Bruins yesterday. The Nets lost last night to the Heat. The Knicks lost to the Magic, so they're off. Um, I was watching Syracuse Pitt for a little bit. Purdue, Indiana is on. Halftime Purdue is in complete control of that game. Yeah, I don't know. I'm always in here watching this TV looking for live sports to watch. Ryan is in Breezy Point. What's up, Ryan? You're on the fan. Oh, quite the lead-in, Keith. That's what makes you a pro. Uh, One of the biggest games in the market tonight, if not the biggest, given the weight uh, and how strong the Big East Conference has gotten in St. John's Seton Hall at the Prudential Center in Newark. Uh, St. John's is off to a 4-2 and two record in the league. Mm-hmm. Team Wall has been a real surprise at 5-1. and one. Mm-hmm. In college basketball, point to uh, the Big East being the best or second best conference in the country. Um, I know you are a sports radio junkie, probably around the same age. I've been a caller to the fan for 16, 17 years. Um, and I, I don't expect St. John's to be given any gratuitous coverage on this platform. But now that Rick Pitino is the head coach, the team is starting to trend in a positive direction. Yep. I was hoping to kick around with you a little bit what it would, in fact, take um, to get them into the dialogue. One thing I am surprised about is, the station has not ventured into a weekly spot with Coach Patino. I think he might be willing, and he is a very entertaining guest. Um, well, I and mean, it's kind of like a chicken or egg scenario, right? Like if if you don't if you don't dip your toes in the water beyond the update, I'm not referring to you specifically, but St. John's comes up with a big win over over a top 25 team here in the next couple of weeks, and. They're trending towards the tournament. It, I, I think it has earned its way into the discourse since the other programs that that you cover here are either dormant, uh, unsuccessful, or not in an exciting part of their season. I think we do speak on it, uh, particularly BT. Brandon Tierney calls the St. John's games, and I know the story. Once you know, Patino came over here, and we started talking about him recruiting and. Uh, this transfer portal era of college sports and the NIL deals. I, I, I think I've heard it, but it's kind of hard to have a full segment on it and get calls on it. It's not going to dominate like the Giants, the Jets, the Yankees, or the Mets, but you you beat me to it. The game starts at 8.30. In the 8 o'clock hour, I was going to bring it up, but I saw your your call on the um, screen, and I'm like, okay, this is a good little segue before we break and go to the 8 o'clock update. Um, in the 7 o'clock update, it was mentioned that Patino is – not going to be coaching tonight. He's recovering from COVID. Yeah, he's out. He's out, and, and Jordan Dingle, who, who started a number of games at the two for them this year, he's been coming off the bench the last few. He's out as well. Th- this is going to be a good game to watch. If you're looking for something to watch out there, uh, Seton Hall, 
They're no slouch. And if you obviously watched the tournament last year and you saw St. Peter's prep, uh, Shaheen Holloway is now the coach at Seton Hall going back to his alma mater. Seton Hall plays where the Devils play. I know our you know people in Jersey understand what I'm talking about uh, over there in Newark. And St. John's is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. To me, that's a push. Yeah. They're, they're both 12-5. and five. St. John's and Seton Hall are 12-5. and five. I think this is a premier matchup. I think it's going to be good basketball. I think it's going to be close. I watched that Providence-St. Uh, John's game, and uh, I'm definitely going to have eyes on this game at 8.30. So anybody out there looking to watch hoops tonight with the Knicks and Nets off, that's going to be a good one over there in Newark. Yeah, just like, you know, and I popped BT a couple times the past few weeks, and I get from Hoffman a lot of, we're not doing St. John's today. It, it's it's you know, just hard to. Four, yeah, but Keith, on some of these four or five hour programs, I'm not saying necessarily a full segment. I, I, I doubt they're inundated with these calls, and I'm not looking to get in the weeds. No, but they they guys, deserve right? they deserve like, the airtime. This is New York. We talk a lot about college sports not having the presence, specifically football. I, I know I was on the night that Rutgers beat Miami in the pinstripe bowl, and we gave them a bump. And as as we do get closer to February and March Madness and the Red Storm is right there in it, they're they're gonna come up. We're you know, we're looking for someone to root for. Yeah, we're looking Patino, for a champion, Patino's right? A hot rod, man. Like Patino's one of those throwback guys who he's already in the Hall of Fame, so he'll give you a great interview and yeah, I, I, I mean I don't know how easy that interview is to get, but if anybody could get it, it would be B T Ryan. Thanks for the call. I just gave you my little runway here before we went to break and the update. KM to AM, Keith McPherson on the fan. We got to break it down. 87-7, a six, a six, and two more sixes get you on the show. Please call up and join us. We'll be right back. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.